0: This is Daniel Gomez, and you're listening to Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 with Melanie Ake.
1: This is Everyday Leaders. I'm your host, Melanie Ake. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today's guest will share the disciplines that he's practicing every day that is allowing him to achieve a life of success. Today's Everyday Leader teaches us the power of how one decision can change your life and how making intentional decisions towards your dreams can be the first step to achieving success. He is living into his purpose through his faith and building a life of success. This powerful leadership lesson is one that you too can apply every day To live your life with success. Daniel Gomez is my guest today. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50. Show 13 of 2019 starts now. Welcome to the program, Daniel Gomez, Everyday Leaders Fifty and Fifty.
0: How you doing? Good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored to be in your show and tell you what, it's been a I even went to the gym to get more pumped up for you. How does that sound?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome because you know what? I got on the treadmill this morning, too. I was like, I need to get ready for this. This guy's got energy galore. I cannot wait to have you on. Now, I have to tell you, I've been stalking you over the last couple of weeks, and I didn't see you at the John Maxwell Conference that I snuck into, <laughs> but I did see that you were with Mel Robbins, and I love Mel Robbins. Tell me about that.
0: You know, it was an amazing. It's kind of like when you put out there you just take action. You never know where God's going to take you. And uh, my intention was to go to the JMC, to, to the, the IMC. And the opportunity came up to go out there to Dallas, which is about four or five hours from my house. And it was just an amazing conference, amazing event. And uh, Mel Robbins was the headliner there. and Let me tell you, it's like for – to be there next to her, to take the pictures with her, and it was just – it was amazing just to see her presentation, just to – she's just another – She's at another level. And one thing I love, one thing that I always do is I always observe people when they, when they present, when they speak, whether it's training or, or on stage, it's just, you always want to learn from people that are a level above you. Mm-hmm. And she is definitely a level or two above me. And I'll tell you, her presentation was amazing. It was on cue. I got some amazing ideas. So I came back with like notes in my, in my spiral, my little journal and, this is what I can do, this is what I can do, and it's just like, it was, she, I'll tell you what, I think most speakers don't realize that they have to be actors sometimes on stage.
1: That's mm-hmm. the truth, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and what I mean by actors is you got to put some emotion behind your presentation. You got to put, like you said, energy into your presentation. You have to, and she was there. I mean, like she, there was there was one part of her of, of her speech that she just got on the floor, and she was, like, kicking, and but it was funny, like, everybody <laughs> was, like, engaged, and... And it was just awesome. And it, you know what? What I really love that she did is because I do this a lot, and I know sometimes when you go to to these different Toastmasters um, speaking and training, they tell you you know you stay on stage. But something that I love that, that that Mel Robbins did is she went out into the crowd. She went out into the audience, and I do that, mm-hmm. and it just brought me it brought a smile to say you know what I'm doing something right. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Well, you know, and that's the th- funny thing is as we are shared kind of spirits, I guess you would say, with with being motivational speakers and leadership development coaches and trainers, we are trying to absorb so many people around us to get ideas, you know, and try to influence and support each other. And this journey is so amazing. And so having people like yourself on this to just kind of share like what your journey's all about because we're all coming from these different perspectives and you know you have such a different background than I do and so I want you to really kind of share with my audience you know what your what your day job is <laughs> but also you know you're in San Antonio, Texas and so your passion is you know in that area and supporting you know the the Texas area and really growing through building teams uh, and being able to go out into communities and, and teach and lead. And you've got some other programs that you've developed online. So I really want to use this time to kind of share what inspires you and what keeps you going, you know, and how people can connect to you. So tell me a little bit about the Daniel Gomez Enterprises. How did you decide to brand yourself in in this space, you know, going from, and I know Uh, We haven't known each other a whole long time, but people that I know in my circle of John Maxwell team members say, you don't know Daniel Gomez yet? (laughs) (laughs) And so that's what's so cool. Like we've got 21, 22,000 members in this John Maxwell team and, you know, we connect to each other at different times. And so it was our time to connect. Uh, And so branding yourself, how did you move through kind of working in the car dealer industry into saying, I am going to go brand myself now?
0: Well, you know, I didn't plan it. (laughs) I didn't plan it. And I think back in 2017 when my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer, Mm -hmm. it was a a challenging time in in our lives Um, in September. Coming up to September will be two two years exactly. And um, I received a phone call. She was crying. I couldn't understand what she was saying and Shortly after that, she had a double mastectomy, and it changed our lives. Um, you find yourself in a path of life where money doesn't save you. Yep. And I cannot, I'm, going to be, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I was kind of at that point. I used to run dealerships for many years, pretty much for the last 15 years of my professional career before I, I, I left the industry in 2017. And um, I got to say, my the person who I was, I didn't like after I looked back and saw who he was. And I was kind of arrogant, kind of egotistic and I realized though that with the money that I had, I was I don't wanna say I, I was buying myself out of situations, but say something would happen and okay, great, it's a thousand dollars, okay, this hat came up four thousand dollars, whatever. So God put me in a situation where money wasn't gonna help me. And when my wife got depressed on me, that like broke my heart because she said, What good did it do what good does it do me to be running these dealerships with I can't even have my, I mean, it's not even a favor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I made the decision to resign from my position, which was hard because that was my life for the last almost 20 years. Wow. And as I read Think and Grow Rich, because as she was healing on the couch I and mean, she literally sat on the couch probably like for four or five weeks, just resting her body, I was reading. I didn't have anything else to do. And as I read "Think and Grow Rich," it just really changed my mindset. Like I had read the book before, but it didn't really impact me because I think I wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. But this time, I just gravitated towards it. And in running dealership, well, I was I was the main guy. To the, uh, the only person I, I answered to at our Chevrolet dealership was the owner. So we would have these different awards that we'd give out to schools. And I remember he goes, well, you want to go give out this award?" And I was like, "Sure." You know, I, so I went out there, and it was a big. It was like 300 students there, and. The principal said, "Do you want to say some words?" And I said, "No, ma'am. I really don't have anything to say." <laughs> I said, "The last time I did is I just kind of shook a hand, took a picture, and you know, congratulated, and that was my that was my job duty for the day." So I went and sat down, and I just heard like I had my intuition, I felt like the Holy Spirit says, "What are you talking about, Daniel? You train every single week." Mm-hmm. So even though I was I ran a dealership, I was a GFM of the dealership, and I oversaw a lot of a lot of responsibility there. I still love to train. I still love to be part of it, you know, and I was, I was real interactive. So that, that week had spoken about attitudes, so I said, you know, I have a couple of words to say. Well, next thing you know, I had 300 kids yelling and screaming. I love myself. I believe in myself. I am somebody. And mm-hmm. I got an email from a teacher, I mean, from a counselor about two weeks later, how one of the students' lives had really the it really transformed their life. I saved this email four years later, coming back to that day when my wife was on the couch. And I hadn't seen this email probably in about at least, probably like three or four years. And I came across it. And when I read it, I started crying because I thought that that's what God was taking me to. Wow. And of course, when you tell everybody, I'm going to be a motivational speaker, they're like, are you crazy? <laughs> Yeah, and you know, that's how the dream started. That's how the vision began, to be honest with
1: you. But, you know, it's it's that time. It's because it's almost like God puts things in your path to cause you to reflect. And as you begin to reflect, things, your mind opens up. Uh, but a lot of people don't take that time. And so, you know, I, I really believe I am I am a person of faith and strong faith. And I look for symbols in my life. And I really think into when these symbols appear. And so when, when we say tragedies or setbacks or something that moves us, you know, at a different speed than what we're going in our normal life, <laughs> that makes us stop and reflect and think and think into what does this mean? Why am I here? What am I supposed to be experiencing? What's the message? Right? Those are the times in our life where we can pivot If we use the energy the right way, instead of, poor me, so sorry, what am I going to do? You know, this is horrible. It's really, it's gaining that perspective and putting the people around you that can help you even, you know, push yourself into that more and more. But uh, I love how you just thought into that. and, And, you know, things appeared. Right, You weren't looking for that to happen, but because all of this transition, you were in a very silent mode. You were thinking about the things that had been important to you, and that's where we use our strengths, right? That's where our strengths kind of carry us through to this next phase, and so what a great story, Daniel. What a great story of message for people that are really searching for what's my purpose? (laughs) What am I supposed to be doing next?
0: and the thing is we never know and you're exactly right and the thing is when you focus on the good more good comes to you That's and I'll never forget I told my wife I told her the because she had like two big surgeries back to back and it was it was devastating and I told her you know we, we had a, a family member that was you know you always hear that F cancer and I said look we're not gonna have any negativity around here and if that child's mindset then don't come visit us and I wasn't doing it to be mean but I'm a big believer of what Mother Teresa, I was listening to one of her her speeches and her stories one time. Is they would always invite her to go to anti anti war rallies, and she would never go to an anti war rally. She was, but if you have a pro American rally, I'll go because she knew the power that once you put yourself in a negative environment, how it's going to affect who you are and how you think.
1: That's so true. And
0: every time it was something pro America, she was there or she would support it. And I'll never forget that because it impacted me because when you come against a disease like cancer or any disease and you, and you curse at it or you talk about it in a negative way, like you said, well, it's going to curse your family. And I would tell you, you know, God's going to get us through this, and we're just going to be believing that you're healed. Mm-hmm. And it was just from a mindset we had that we took. So as I started my journey looking at what I was going to do, I was on Facebook, and of course, the John Maxwell. I clicked on the ad by accident, actually, and it was a God, God ordained accident. Well, the biggest thing was, it's funny how we're talking about this, but in my life, I had never really invested in myself on my own. Wow. At my, at the dealerships would send us to training, or we do this and do that. But the funny thing is, I've always been like a TV person, mm-hmm. so I would always. What, I would spend $1,000 on a TV or the latest 72-inch or 80-inch would come out. I, would, I don't mind spending 1800 2000 But at the time, because I wasn't working and John Maxwell to go to attend, of course, IMC, it was like you know $4,000. And it was like a heart attack came upon me. Like, what do I do? Like, I want to go, but it's this big amount to invest in myself. And I had never done that. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a turning point in my life because I think that. At that moment, when I invested that money, it really just opened my eyes to say, you know what, Daniel, you are worth it. It's time for you to invest in who you are.
1: You, know, you And said,
0: I think most people never yeah. go across that fear factor mm-hmm. because they never invest in themselves because they don't value who they are.
1: Mm-hmm. You said it perfectly. Uh, it's so many times, right? I, I've heard so many people say to me, how much money did you spend? Are you serious? Did you have that money? Did you have it in savings? Did you take it out of savings? I'm like, no. You know, I just went to the point where you figure it out, right? When you decide that you are worth investing in, it's not like college, right? You go to college because you're going to go and try to get a degree or go into some kind of specialty, you know, cooking school or whatever your passion is. But for developing yourself, that's not like something that you you can do only because you you know you've, you're, you you want to be a chef right you can develop yourself for anything that you want to do it's not like go to medical school go to go to culinary school you know go to be a circus performer anybody can get into self development because it will help you with everything in your life with your family with your faith with your fitness, everything that you do, if you believe stronger in yourself and your strengths and develop those skills, your life just unfolds in a multitude of ways that you have no idea. And some things that you you don't know what you're going to experience yet because your mind is so much more open to those possibilities. So I, I, I love this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and, again, and, and, the,
0: and the great thing about it, once I got there, I thought I was like in heaven, right? I thought, like, yeah. man, I passed away, went to heaven, and I was yeah. like, I was, I was I called my wife, and she's like, "What do you mean?" I was telling my wife this. She goes, "Honey, like everybody's here is positive." She's like, "What?" She goes, "I go, no, it, cause I'm, To me, I'm a big person. I'm a, I, like one of my TED P's when I do training at, at, at when I was the leader of my organization is like, you need to say good morning. You need to smile at the customers. You need to smile at each other. You need to say good morning. There's no. It, it was a, it was a ten foot rule, right? Yep. And um, when you, when you see somebody ten feet, you make contact, you acknowledge them. That was something that I had in place at our dealership. Well, when I went to IMC the first morning that we we had breakfast, it's like everybody was saying good morning. I thought, everybody means it.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, it's <laughs> I said, just so
0: just true. Just, uh, just the energy and the, and and the and the connection that you feel. I was like, wow, it was it was, it was amazing to be honest with you. I'll never forget that feeling because I. If you gravitate for, I gravitate for people like
1: that. Yep. And if you can take that back to your teams and your environment and create that behavior, that's the thing. You know, once you become really confident in the steps and the strategies to use, whether you have it innately, right, that you've been born into it and you just have a positive mindset, people say, oh, that person's just always positive. They just have energy. But if you start to create your own train of your mindset mindset. Thinking into things differently, things around you start to change. Everything around you starts to change. And you can have those good days more than you can those days that aren't so good. You know, and you know, and you realize how to kind of pivot uh, when you need the energy around you. And so you put those people around you, you get those mentors around you, and you start reading the books and those influences that can help you stay in that, in that certain space. Uh, And that's what's so important. You know, I hear so many people, I was talking about this this week with my team and we were saying, you know, people get on Facebook or they get on social media and all these disasters, right? We were talking about all the planes that were grounded and, and just all this tragedy. And I'm like, yeah, I don't turn my TV on when I go and I'm traveling with, you know, through the week for work. I don't really look at those Facebook pages. I look at all the positive stuff. I follow my coaches. I follow my mentors. You know, I try to get uplifted because I know that there's all this other noise out there that I just, I don't want. I don't want to listen to it. Uh, You're going to have to get it at some point. But, you know, it really does, the things that you put in your mind make you stronger in that area. And so, I mean, you talked about Think and Grow Rich. You know, one of my biggest books is The 15 Laws of Growth. And that's kind of why I developed the podcast, because I believe each of these laws is reflective of how we live our lives with success. And and so I want you to talk about thinking Grow Rich. What chapter in that book do you think has had the most impact in your life?
0: I think it was just a chapter on the first two on desire mm-hmm. and just how it really spoke to me about... um that I could do something,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and once I wrote my once I wrote my chief definite purpose, my chief definite aim, that changed my entire life because I was open to the idea that if I wrote this on a piece of paper and I told myself this every day, like the book tells you to do, I believed it, like the Bible, that it was gonna be, it was gonna happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I wrote down my chief definite purpose. I googled. I don't know how I came across Bruce Lee's chief definite aim. And um, I think I attracted it to myself, right? Because I was on that frequency level, and I was reading Bruce Lee, Chief Depp in the name, and it was talking about he's going to be the highest paid Oriental actor in, in the United States of America, and he was going to have X amount of dollars. And it really spoke to me. And I was like, this guy was in even from our country, and he came in here, and he accomplished what he was going to do, and he did this. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. So I wrote it down. It was just a rough draft. And I probably I, I have probably changed it maybe three times since um, since I first wrote it a little bit over a year ago. But I can promise you this that I have it memorized in my brain and my subconscious mind already, Milani. And I say it every single day, and I say it before I go to bed. I try to say it every time before I go to bed. But I say it at least two or three times a day as I'm driving to the through my to my clients or whatever I'm doing. I repeat it, and that's what it takes to reprogram your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. and that really got me going and, and people don't realize the power because once you once you turn 25 years old once you're already 26 your brain stops growing and you're setting your weight and the only way you're going to reprogram yourself is through repetition and repetition and repetition and that helped me when i read that in it just really changed my life and then the second thing i would say that really helped me was um when paul martin paul martinelli had us do the he changed it on the, on the second, um this last tweet version of Think and Grow Rich. But in, when I did it last year, he made us read the chapter of Persistence 14 <laughs> days in a row yep, without missing a day. <laughs> and let me tell you, I took that challenge too hard because I said, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I'll never forget. It was, it was one night. It was like a Saturday. I didn't want to do it. We got home like at 9 o'clock at night and my wife goes, what are you doing? But I'm reading, she goes, "Hun, go to bed. I was like, no, and I was tired, but I said, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see this through. And I could have cheated in life, but who was I cheating myself? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times as individuals, we're not honest with ourselves and we take shortcuts in our own integrity. So if we can't be honest with ourselves, how can we be honest with the people that we serve? Mm-hmm.
1: That's so true. And, and that's such a test. I think- you know, that's a test of taking that chapter, uh, because I've been through that myself, and that is a really tough challenge because you think, oh, I can do this by day three, by day four. You know, when you experience a full week of something in your life, so you go through Sunday to Sunday and all the things that you do differently based on those days, based on your calendar, your schedules, and you try to fit that in, that one chapter on persistence, it's not easy. You have to intentionally think when am I going to do this during this day, right? On Tuesday afternoon, kids got to go to soccer, got to get on a plane, whatever it is, you also got to fit that chapter in. So it is yeah. really critical, <laughs> right? It's hard.
0: And it's a long chapter. So I mean, for me, it, it takes, it, 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 even reading it over and over and over 14 times, it's still me about 50 minutes to read it because I like to read to learn.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, By reading it over and over, that has helped me when I wanted to give up, when I wanted to quit, because everybody sees Daniel Gomez inspires or Daniel Gomez like, yeah, I mean, I'm always happy, but I go through things too. And believe me, I was talking to one of my, to to one of my um, speaking coaches and, uh, he goes, dude, you're amazing. Like you are doing this and your wife is battling cancer and you're growing a business. But when he told me that, I didn't really hear what he was saying. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I didn't hear him, Melani, when he was saying this. And I was just like, okay. Um, I just took it as, a, as, a, as, a, as words. And I would say probably about two months ago, I started crying because I saw him in Sacramento. And he goes, dude, you're doing this. Like, you're, you did this. And I really respected it. And he goes, you know, most people would give up. Just because of being an entrepreneur is challenging enough, but you did it with that, and seeing your wife do her surgery, seeing your wife go through, um, through her cancer, you know, just coming back from that, and I was like, mm-hmm. it really hit me, and I really believe that it had a lot to do with listening to what Paul said that one time: is read the chapter fourteen times and don't give up. Mm-hmm. and I'll never forget because I remember we're on. were I was on a call I was on the one of the one of the mentorship calls and somebody. I don't remember what his name was but I know he got pretty upset because he recorded himself reading or I don't know what it was but he didn't read the book he was listening to the audio driving back and forth an hour and Paul goes no you're not I said read the book Yeah. and I could tell just by the conversation that the guy was like like it bothered him I didn't upset him but when you think about it the assignment was do this not do this yep And sometimes in life, we want to alter the assignments that God gives us. And God didn't say, do this. I said, do this. Mm -hmm. But we reason in our own mind that this is what I want to do. So in return, we don't get the blessing that's supposed to be coming to us because we don't have, how can I say it? We we alter the assignment with Mm -hmm. our own thinking, with our own beliefs. When, Mm -hmm. you know, Paul did it for a reason. He wasn't trying to be mean, but it's like, hey, I'm trying to get you to another level. right? And reading that book 14 days in a row, that chapter, not even the book, the chapter, it really, it helped me when I wanted to give up. Because there was times that, believe me, it's like, why am I struggling when I can go make $150,000 a year running a dealership? Why am I killing myself? I I, I asked myself that question like three times. And then when they call you and they want you to go back and they (laughs) offer you a bonus, it's like, God, I'm killing myself. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But if I would have done that, I would have sacrificed my dream and I think at one point I remember crying and I'm going to be totally transparent. I have a a post that I put out I don't know if you saw it or not but I said you're not a real entrepreneur you're not a true entrepreneur until you cry in the restroom and you really think about giving up.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And 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 I'll
0: never forget that day when I was inside an organization and I was shedding tears and I was 99.9% quit. I was like, you know what, forget this. I'm struggling for no reason when I can go. And it's not that I was struggling financially because I, I had business, I had clients, but it was, the struggle was inside of myself of letting go and dying to the old Daniel Gomez.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, being open to the possibilities of what is next, because as an entrepreneur, you know, it is about starting your dream, but it is surrounding yourself with the people that can help you. Right? I think that's what the hard part is when you start the journey of kind of separating yourself and branding yourself like you are, is you don't have to do it all on your own, but it feels like you are because it's an entrepreneur, right? It's the sole, it's a sole proprietorship. It's like, well, I'm doing this. This is my dream. It's not anybody else's. And to stay true to that, you want to write books and you want to carry your own voice and you want to be able to create content, and you want to be able to teach classes, right, and host seminars. But it's coming from your voice. And so everything that you do when you surround yourself with the people, again, that are inspiring you to help you on this journey, you know, putting those people in place, push you forward, you know, and then they pull you up. And that's the thing that is that that intentional kind of twist on it, right? It's It's from that mindset of I'm going to do it my way to, we can all get there together right and so as as people are pulling you now into this next part of your journey that's the really cool part about it is now you feel maybe those tears were shed in that bathroom and that sense of like is this really the right direction but it's always the next step right it's it's getting through this part of your purpose to say the possibility is where i see my dream going and that's what you have to hold on to as an entrepreneur to say, it's here, here, I can't wait till you can see it. You know, I see it. I can't wait till <laughs> you can see it with me. And and so that's what's so cool. And as I wanted to speak into this, because as I went to the John Maxwell conference and popped in, I got to see Sonia, um, I'm going to say her last name wrong, um, Echemendy and she and I, I love, love, love her. And so we got to spend a little bit of time together, and she was telling me about her purpose and her dreams and what's happening, actually what's happening in her life face-to-face instead of just on Facebook. And and she had told me how much you had inspired her and how much you really have just been such a, a mentor and kind of a champion. And she really looks up to you. And and so I said, oh, my, he's coming on Everyday Leaders pretty soon. And so I wanted to share that with you because... It's so important for us, you know, as we're all experiencing this kind of purpose-driven life, if you will, that we understand how many people are just watching you no matter what you do and how, how kind of alone we feel sometimes. If we are able to inspire, influence, or help somebody with one thing at one time, at one day to say you're on the right path, that's where we are, right? And that's what's so cool about this <laughs> is we grow into it.
0: No, it's. A, I think what I've learned is it, I've been surprised, and I'll say surprised. Cause San Antonio, there's about two million people in San Antonio, and uh, I went to an event, and um, some some lady goes, "Hey, you're here! You really came!" And I'm like, <laughs> "What?" I was like, well, "I didn't think nothing of it," but you know, um, so I got there, and you know, it was kind of like. It was, it was, it was pretty awesome. So she was like, okay, well, everybody's going to introduce themselves. And I was like, okay, great. So I I was kind of like, I guess third or fourth Well, they skipped me, right? They skipped me. And I was like, my, (laughs) my, 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 my my selfishness is like, Hey, what about me? Like, I didn't say nothing, but I was like, I was like, oh, that stinks. Right. Uh And I probably said another word in between there, but I was just like, I was kind of like, well, oh, well, whatever. (laughs) And, um, but so after this, after, after there was about, um, 40 people in a room, you know, there was about, no, maybe like 30 something, but after that, the mic came back up front, she goes, okay, well, blah, 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 thank you for introducing yourself, but this last person, I really wanted to know, I've been following this person for so many, for so many months now, and this person is an inspiration to me, and I want, and he doesn't know this, but I stopped him, <laughs> and it's like. It brought tears to my eyes,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and she goes, "I want to bring up the stage. I want to give Daniel Gomez the time to speak to us, if you don't mind." And of course, you're not going to say no when they give you an introduction like that. Yeah. I was like, for sure. Well, it just humbled me because it really, like, she honored me that night, and it was just amazing. I had no idea to speak, but it's like you know, when you're a speaker, you, they call upon you, you just jump up and you're ready.
1: Speaker speak. That's what they it, say, it's right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speakers speak. Yep. So I jumped up. And I just, you know, I said, God, give me the words to say for somebody. And uh, sure enough, I was done and didn't think nothing about it. It was an amazing, you know, um, event, a networking event. So I was there, and this guy goes, you know, I could use you at my law firm. Mm -hmm. So by doing that and following God's will, humbling myself, and just really paying attention to what was going on around me, I picked up another client that we're actually going to be doing some training that at his law firm. and it was like it was a dotum.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's and how it happens. Because that's how it happens because you're right. authentically connecting, you know, and and someone lifted you up. Like I said, they we we pull each other into the places that we're supposed to be. You know, and we don't know what that is. We just have to have this inner faith that we know we see the vision and we know what our journey's supposed to be. And so everybody that's involved in that can help us right They just kind of propel you and so you can't be afraid of uh, and I know you've experienced a lot of this transition and we haven't really talked about fear itself but you know I think the the message for this podcast is really about faith and how you just keep stepping into and stepping up to live into what you're what you're going to be uh, and that's that's such a cool thing about watching you Daniel. I love this.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it's, and he's talking about that. I had a, a there's a big speaker in San Antonio. Actually, he used to be a he used to be a DJ for many years, many decades in the '70s, '80s, and, and '90s. twenty millennials, and he's a he's an amazing person. And um, I had lunch breakfast with him yesterday, and he said something that stuck with me. And I said, "If you give God nothing to bless, then God can't bless nothing." Mm-hmm and he goes most people never take the action so if you don't take the action to do your part what is there for god to bless of you
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i think that's one thing that i've always done is i've always even though i don't know and have all the answers i've always taken action and let me tell you you can be scared of taking action you can have fear of taking action but if you take action sooner or later, that action that you take is going to override that fear and to be like, wow, I'm doing this. I'm really doing this. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty about what we do, whether you're speaking, coaching, or training. You don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to become great.
1: Ugh. Um my quote on my email. (laughs) That is so true. What a great way to end this quote, right? (laughs) It's so true. Whatever you're doing in your life, you just have to start it and then you can become great. You can live into your greatness. Daniel, it has, it's going to come up. It it's, really is. And, and it's so fun watching you. It's so fun being connected to you. I really appreciate your time this morning. It's been a great uh, opportunity to learn about your journey. How can people connect to you after this podcast? What's the best way to reach you?
0: Well, yeah, you can go to my website, DanielGomezSpeaker.com. That's DanielGomezSpeaker.com. And then also what I'm doing to give back to everybody that's been supporting me is I have my other website, Daniel Gomez Inspires with an S dot com. And they can download a free copy of my book there. It's something that I set up. So just go to Daniel Gomez Inspires.com and grab a copy of my book for free. You can download it. And it's just something that I want to give back to people because I believe when you give back, if you can change one person one person one person's life a day, then you've done your deed for the day.
1: Absolutely. What a great message. Daniel thank you so much for coming on Everyday Leaders thank you for being an Everyday Leader in your life and inspiring all of us and I really appreciate you and have a wonderful wonderful 2019 and again thank you for being a guest today
0: No thank you for having me and thank you for stepping out in faith yourself and having an amazing podcast and I want to say you're awesome for the amazing success <laughs> you have and let me tell you your best is you yet to come
1: Best is yet to come, baby. You're on my journey. (laughs) Thanks for being a part of it. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. All right. We will talk soon, Daniel. Thanks so much. Hi, I'm Melanie Ake with Everyday Leaders. I wanted to invite you to join my leadership class. It's Life Strategies 101 where I'm gonna take you through the Every Day 15 Laws of Growth. It's an amazing journey. It's 15 weeks with me as your personal coach. Join me everydayleaders.com and sign up today.